0: Oh, missed it. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of Running On Tap. I'm Kyle. I'm Jacqueline. Jacqueline, what are we drinking today?
1: I am drinking, I think we're both drinking Devil's Backbone, we are both drinking Devil's Backbone. beers. Uh, I am drinking their apple lager. Uh, when I, so we, we were recently down in Nelson County this past week and got to go to Devil's Backbone. So this is uh, from a growler that I picked up down there. And when I first tried it, I was not a fan because we went there right after a cider place,
0: yeah, and a, that was not a as as surprise.
1: And mm. apple beer is not a cider. Yes. Um. So it is. I mean, it's very light. It ve- looks Very like see through. Looks a lot like a cider. No, it's very deceiving. Yes. Um. I mean, it tastes sort of like a wheat beer mixed with apple juice.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I think it, it tasted like uh i had a few sips of this uh it's kind of like it's got the crispness of uh of like a of the cider but then like it's kind of i don't know it's 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 like full-bodied it feel i I kind of compared it to a jolly rancher yeah like a like a green apple jolly rancher It's it's a beer taste, like a little bit hops.
1: Definitely. It's definitely more full-bodied than a cider. We actually, during our trip, which we'll talk a lot about uh, in this episode, I actually tried another apple lager too at Brewing Tree, which is another brewery we went to. So it seems to be sort of like a fall beer style, which is, I mean, it makes sense.
0: Given that area.
1: Um, But it definitely... Wouldn't call it my favorite thing I drank while we were down there because probably because I love cider so much and that's very much what I was expecting. Yes. Um, but it's very good and it feels to me like it's a great beer for this time of year, right? Like it's still very light and very refreshing, but like it's starting to just sort of hint at fall. Yes, exactly. It's a good transition beer.
0: Totally, totally. Yeah, I think I thought it was. uh, I think we suffered from having the cider. Uh, right before trying it uh, yes. because it it tasted a lot better on the second go-round. Yes, I had a, a couple
1: of glasses of it yesterday and definitely liked it a lot more. Yes, um, I just feel, excuse me, you can mm. tell I've already had a few sips. Uh, this is definitely a case of sort of my expectation going into it, like very coloring how I perceived it. Like if I had thought it was just like a lager, I think I would have been like, oh, this is great. But I expected it to be sort of like the kind of sweet, tangy, effervescentness of a cider. But it's quite good. But um, like I said, I think it's a great sort of early fall beer.
0: Yeah, kind of the uh, experience that I had with a uh, with the Star Hill Pineapple IPA that I had in the last podcast, mm-hmm. where it got I liked it a lot more as I drank more of it because yes. I got, it was not what I was expecting uh, going in
1: what are you drinking
0: so i am drinking like i said also from devil's backbone this is the juicy magic ipa it is a, a juicy ipa as you can tell <laughs> by the name uh it is uh it's a pretty beer it's just like it's
1: not hazy at all it's not
0: hazy at all but it's just like pure golden uh very translucent uh got a nice little like just pure white it looks like again it looks like a very like like an emoji of a beer. Yeah, uh, it really does. But it tastes it tastes so citrusy and hoppy and wonderful. I don't know if uh, i this one. Did an, I try it when
1: we were there? Uh, I don't
0: think so. I did not have it on tap there. I only got... Oh, yeah, no, I did have it on tap there. I think you did sip it. It smells like
1: passion fruit. I
0: don't think you hated this one. I mean, we will see uh, based off your face right here. But uh, it is... Don't hate it. Yeah. Oh,
1: it's, that's actually quite good.
0: See? Yeah. Look at this. Jacqueline jacqueline is drinking a uh ipa a juicy ipa and is enjoying it look at i am that.
1: like just now getting like a hint of pine but it is very passion fruit like very fruity forward
0: yes that's well, it's,
1: very good
0: it's really really some good some of those might
1: disappear out of the fridge.
0: i'm you know, that that might that, that that's quite all right we came home with enough uh enough man beer that i think we'll it'll be okay
1: we'll have to share a photo on our Instagram the for stack. our followers of all we brought home like booze mountain. Our
0: wine rack is full. We have a storage area of beer. We have uh, a new bottle of whiskey. We have a bottle of mead. We have a uh, couple, couple, co- couple couple fruit wines. Couple fruit wines. Couple packs Lots of, of cider. Uh, we got we we got a whole lot of everything. And we have a motorcycle going by directly below our window. Yeah, recording podcast uh, in the yeah, city. Amazing. Uh, but this is a great beer. This was um, this this was uh, when we went to Devil's Backbone for lunch on our uh, second full day down there on Wednesday. That we were seated outside uh, in the shade, but it was it was real warm, and this was just a really perfect perfect beer yeah. for that situation. It for was sure. really great. Uh, just you know, it, it just. Sits, it, it has a really crisp finish too; like doesn't linger that much. It's just it's it's great. I really like this beer a lot. Yeah, so do I. Uh, so yeah, this was this was uh the the only beer we have available right now in the in the in the we have we brought home a lot of growlers. Uh, yes. So we had we needed something for the can for the intro, so that was the only canned beer that we have that's uh, currently in the fridge.
1: Yes, we have. I, I think listeners will get to hear some of the cool stuff we have in Beer Mountain, but. This weekend, our priority is drinking up the stuff in the growlers that yes. will not last.
0: Yes. And uh, we, on this podcast, as you can tell probably already, is going to focus a lot on uh, our trip and on beer drinking and uh, cider drinking because we have not run since we recorded our last podcast. We did
1: some hikes. We did some hikes. But have but not run. We
0: have not run. So we, we both had runs scheduled this weekend that we skipped because we're recovering. And oh,
1: man. Oh, man. You know how nice it was to wake up and be like, oh, it's late, I don't want to run. I don't have yeah, to. It yeah, was
0: wonderful. Uh, so yeah, well, well, for people who haven't listened to the last episode, uh, first off, what are you doing? Please go back and listen to the last episode <laughs> and all the other ones. Uh, but second, let's describe uh, a little bit about our trip. Uh, Jacqueline, where did we go? Where is that in Virginia? And uh, what were we doing down there?
1: So we went down to Nelson County. Um, we were looking for a summer vacation that was socially distant. Um, you know, we we stayed in the Airbnb, so we weren't near people. We were eating and drinking outside. I mean, we'll, we'll talk more about the places, but most of the places we were seemed to be taking safety very, very seriously. So yep. we were looking for a safe, outdoor, socially distant, COVID-approved vacation. Yep.
0: And we live in Washington D.C., which uh, about maybe a month ago now. Uh, the mayor put in travel restrictions, so if you traveled to certain states you would have to have a, a hard quarantine for two weeks, that's, that's no exercise, nothing leaving the home unless you uh, needed to for food or medicine and that food or medicine could not be delivered. So we were initially scheduled to go down to the Outer Banks uh, in North Carolina, but North Carolina is on the list. So we looked closer to home and in Virgi- virginia and maryland were both exempt so yes. that was why we ended up going there
1: so it is about a three-hour drive south of dc near charlottesville yep. uh, we were in nelson county virginia and it is uh it's sort tough- of the the tagline is virginia's weekend address but it is like alcohol city just in the middle of like the most picturesque yep. mountains it was absolutely gorgeous and i would highly like if anyone around the dc area is looking for like a good fall long weekend i felt very safe and just had a great time so we were down there monday through friday and we basically just went down there with the intention to relax and eat and drink our way around the county and we
0: did uh and there's there is a the main road that we were staying off of is uh virginia 151 uh there's the the there's 14 13, wine, 13 wineries and breweries and, that are on and that are on that are all along this road or very close to it uh it's the nelson 151 trail so we thought we might try and get to some of them spoiler we got to all of them
1: uh we, we, we've talked a lot in this podcast about being completionists
0: yes and so once we got close we i picked
1: to. up a passport that you got like stamped in each place and man when i was a little kid uh my mom in epcot got me like an around the world passport and i was so motivated to finish this thing going to all the countries in disney world it was the exact same experience i was like we have to finish the passport yes. so we ended up doing a lot of tastings and getting to every place really trying a lot but not having a lot of full beers at
0: places exactly yeah we had a lot of it was a lot of tastings and uh you know along with meals but then that's reason why we bought so much is mm-hmm. because we were not sitting uh out in front of a uh, a brewery having three or four beers we were having uh a single beer and then bought some six packs or crawlers or growlers or whatever uh so we got down there on monday in the pouring rain
1: pouring
0: absolutely pouring rain like this is yay a place... we're
1: having this socially distant right. outdoor vacation wait it's monsooning
0: and this is a place that is surrounded by mountains surrounded by like three thousand foot uh peaks that are just really scenic and beautiful and we very con- pretty couldn't see any, couldn't see any of them like just, it's, clouds. just clouds uh very gray so we uh we went to our first stop that week uh, on that night was bold rock it which is a hard cidery uh that is that it's it's really growing it's it's it expanded a lot even in the last five or six years into uh the mid-atlantic region but uh, they really make some great stuff and they had a really awesome setup
1: beautiful setup i mean this deck they had i don't know how they acquired i mean i'm sure they bought it that's how you buy property but like it is just the perfect piece of property to have a thing a place like this um they just have this beautiful back deck we went back later in the week and discovered there's a beautiful view Yeah,
0: we went back on thursday uh, on on thursday for dinner and um so we got to see the, f- the first time we were there it was just all gray the second time we got to see the mountains and uh, they have a they have a river running through uh their lawn in the Huge back meadow yeah Huge meadow that has uh, tables and all this stuff set up and they and, and this really set the tone and let us kind of know we were safe in that they had uh all these tables socially distant um there was tons of space even in the rain when people uh were still outside uh but you know, yes, we, we did sit outside, even in, sit in the rain. Out, we we got a covered table. Every place we never sat inside yep. um, at any of these places we went to, so it was, which was really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we really liked Bold Rock. It was a great way to set the trip off.
1: I love Bold Rock. I, I mean, I had been there pre- years ago when it was like really just starting, and you know, it's so cool to be able to get it in grocery stores here, um, here in the DC area, and, and really pretty widespread throughout th- this region. Um, and I mean you see you see the Virginia apple and the Virginia draft a lot right. in the stores but it was so so cool to try some of their things that you know are not I can't go to the supermarket and buy no. I tried two of their champagne ciders one was more like a prosecco one was more like a brute and it's just amazing what they're doing with apples mm-hmm. right like we between our two trips there we tried a number of different things in the menu and like they do taste different. Yes. They, they, they don't all just taste like alcoholic apple juice. So right. it was really, really cool to, you know, to, to go to a place that is like a little more mass produced, but you still get to try different stuff than you would normally find.
0: Yes. Uh, so that was we went to Bull Rock. Then we got uh, I got a an IPA hard cider. where they had like a, it's apples with a little bit of hops. It's kind of like is it, a mo- if yours is a more like beer with apple. Mine was apple. That was apple with some beer taste. Not yeah. a ton, just but just a little bit. Your uh, your apple to apple. I, I should say. Uh, it's it's like it's like they're the the yin and yang of the, of yeah. the apple beer combination. And yet,
1: somehow they were still quite different.
0: It's way way different. Way different. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that you know that was our our first stop on Monday. Uh, Tuesday we had we hit a winery called Flying Fox. We hit. Uh, A brewery, uh, Blue Mountain Brewing Company. And then, uh, did we hit another? We hit another. We had one more winery, Valley Valley Roads, which uh, was good. Valley Roads. Yeah, so it got stuck in our head. Uh, And then Wednesday was, uh, let's see. Wednesday, we went to Devil's Backbone for lunch. We did. Uh, And then it was Veritas Winery. Yes. And then Brewing Tree. And then Brewing Tree. Did we hit? Did we hit another one that day? Oh, we stopped by Silverback Distilling. Yep, and picked up a bottle bottle of bourbon, which I have not yet tried. I will have to at some point. Uh, But I think that was all for Wednesday. Did we hit anything Mm -hmm. else on Wednesday?
1: I think that's it.
0: Then Thursday was uh, we went to man. Uh, it's a
1: long week, guys.
0: Wild. We went to Wild Wolf Brewery. We
1: did. Oh, we went to
0: Afton Mountain Winery first. Yes. Then we went to. uh Oh, we also went to Cardinal Point. Cardinal
1: Point Winery, winery
0: on Wednesday. Then we went to Wild Wolf Brewing for uh, a snack and a beer.
1: We went to the Mead Place we that the day Mead too. Place,
0: uh, Hilltop. Hilltop Berry Farm yep. and Winery, and then we had dinner at Bold Rock and then on friday before we left Highlight. Uh, we went to blue toad which is a hard cider really unique very different very, very from old rock uh, hard cidery and when we had our last meal at devil's backbone so
1: we were busy it was a busy week
0: see, we were cramming places in and that's a, you know and, and these are all driving so it was all like this is again why we're splitting things and we're uh taking it easy and buying things and, and come, things were home.
1: so close like yes. w- there were like max like 10 minutes between places right. but many many places were like right around the corner or just like a couple minutes drive away so it made it really doable but needless
0: to say i did not try a lot of like the double ipas or triple ipas right. or like the uh, imperial stouts or anything that and all these like uh, there were definitely a lot of beers that were available that were like eight nine ten and eleven percent and i was avoiding those for sure uh but really great spots uh what was your favorite place uh
1: i think my favorite place would probably be bold rock
0: okay what's your second favorite place we i know we already rock, talked
1: right? about bold rock um feel like my second favorite place would probably be and i also want to like focus on the breweries i think given yeah. like the nature of the podcast uh i really liked brewing tree
0: brewing tree was super cool
1: it was uh the beer was great staff was like super personable and great and uh, they had a very like cool outdoor sitting area, just kind of like just just right outside the brewery. But then when you walk down this hill and like you could go in this little river and they had Adirondack chairs and it, it was some place that I said multiple times, like we could come here and like spend a day just drinking yeah. and hanging out outside.
0: Absolutely. I thought Brewing tree was one of probably the coolest spot yeah. that we went to. Um, it was like you said, they had, a really nice interior that was just kind of it was set up to flow from one door to the other yep. so for so extremely covid friendly um you know we also went probably an hour and a half before closing time so mm-hmm. it was, i think there was us and one other couple there yeah uh but there was such space that like we were not in their vicinity whatsoever um and yep. the i mean it was just it was beautiful like it was the, super pretty the, Overlook over this river from where we sat because, and we had very full flights. Right. We did not want to walk down these steps. You, you t- took like essentially was like a two story, two stories worth of steps down to this meadow by the river. So we just kind of overlooked that and then walked down after we had a drink to um, to check it out. And it was just it was just stunning and beautiful.
1: They definitely did not have like the best mountain views. If what you're looking for, right. Is mountain i guess they did a little bit but i wouldn't rate it the best views right but it was just like a super cool space they have axe throwing there yes they, they have they like on, a league
0: yes only for the league though we, we, we could not just go and throw we, axes they, yeah we we were. i was kind of wondering but they don't just because i've done axe throwing before and you get like a whole lesson before you do it you can't just walk up and start chucking axes at a brewery right. so uh that, that was not what the situation was Uh
1: but I could see, like, if we if we lived down there, I could see that being like one of the places we went to that I would hang out. I would want to hang out a lot.
0: Yeah, they had, and they had, like you said, good beer. Uh, we tried most of the menu between the two of us, uh, and I I really enjoyed their um, their American pale ale was pretty good. Uh, and I'm trying to remember some of the other things I drank there, but it was. I mean, overall, I I really liked. They had quality stuff, and then also just a really awesome spot. Yeah. So it was, uh, I, I totally agree, that was, I think, my favorite spot as well.
1: I had a pineapple, so we each got a flight of four there, and I had a pineapple mango sour there that was among my highest rated on untapped for the week. It was so, so good. They unfortunately did not have it in cans. Yes, that's right. But we definitely did get some beer from there that we didn't try when we were there, Um, but i I mean that sour was super super good right
0: i think the what we brought home from there i brought home the uh american pale ale which i liked a lot my favorite beer that i had there according to my ratings on untapped which i'm looking at uh was the chapter two which is named uh after i saw on the can uh it is the the owners basically said that their brewing tree is their is their chapter their second chapter of their life after they basically quit their quit their day jobs or their previous careers and decided to open this place uh so i really like that we also i'm not a huge fan of vienna lagers they're fine but i really liked their philadelphia vienna lager and we brought home a four uh yeah four pack of that as well to drink um as the weather gets into fall here and we are looking for uh when juicy ipa season goes away and it starts to be more and brown ale and yep. um and vienna lager season so great spot yeah really liked it uh what was the f- your favorite thing that you drank
1: my favorite thing i drank was the brucecco it was we had it was actually the last beer i had on the vacation oddly yes. enough to be fair we drank a lot of great things.
0: We drank a lot of great things. Like,
1: I could highlight a number of beers, but this one was so, so good. It was from Devil's Backbone. I had it at lunch, on our, like, last lunch there. Um, it was... I mean, it was Prosecco, but yeah. beer. It was crazy. If someone had put it in a champagne glass and told me it was wine, I would, like, not have bat an eye. It was, like, a... I guess you could tell a little bit, but it's it's a beer. It's 9%, and it is, like, a <laughs> very... It yeah i only did this because you it was took a, like you took
0: a little nap in the car yeah afterwards.
1: it was like the only place we were going that day before we left so i was like i can get away. i'm not driving i can get away with this right. um it was super effervescent and like made with grapes like i think there are pinot grigio grapes in it uh, and it just it i mean we talked about this a lot at lunch when we were there but like it's so cool to me that like you can make you can take a beer that like isn't made the same way as wine but like kind of make it like a faux wine and like my mom is not a beer drinker and i was like she would love this like if people who say they don't like beer like have just not found the right beer because there is such a wide span like there is something out there maybe it's made by like a really small microbrewery that like you haven't been to but like you can just do so much with it. So it was really, really impressive. It was, I mean, it tasted very much like a Prosecco. It was very dry, um, very effervescent, and it was super, super good.
0: Yeah, that was definitely, you You had a lot of unique unique beers when we were there. Uh, I think you have a lot, you try a lot more unique beers in general than I do because, yeah. you, because you like sour ales and, yeah. fruit, and more fruit flavored beers, fruit forward beers uh but that and that was one of the more unique ones i've ever had and yeah i mean yeah it it tastes we love i mean we also love prosecco uh in this house so it tasted uh very on brand
1: it was crazy so we brought home i have a crowler of that i was super sad i mean they had also just put it on tap that day like hours before which is just a really cool thing to get to be like one of the first to try the keg of it um but they didn't have it in cans and I was so sad because this is something that I would love to share with like our wine drinking friends yes
0: absolutely But I what... like to see our wine drinking friends yeah friend. exactly
1: <laughs> uh, what was your favorite drink that you had? so
0: oddly enough uh, from the same trip at Devil's Backbone uh, on the last
1: Devil's Backbone makes great I th- beer I think
0: that we both I don't, I, I, well, I don't know I don't know how... I can't speak for you I have always thought that Bell's in Michigan is my favorite brewery and I will always have a very soft spot for Bells, but Devil's Backbone is just, I mean, they've, they've knocked me off my feet this trip. We ate there for two meals. The food was super good. Uh, yeah. We bought, what, we got, a, you got a, a growler. Got a good amount of beer. You got, you got a growler. I got, you got a crawler. You got a growler. I got a six pack. A uh,
1: 12 pack of their munchen hops of their
0: yeah muenchen munchen, munchen something munchen. Uh, but it's a bavarian ipa that's going to be like a german ipa that we're gonna have in the
1: try to suck up on good fall beers yeah
0: exactly in about a month that's gonna be busted out I think so and I I have uh, enjoyed their beer for a long time Mo- mostly just the uh, the eight point ipa is really good I really enjoy uh, I, I I like their vienna lager so do I that was but. For the longest time, that was all you could get when you weren't there. Yes. Uh, so going there and getting to try what I what I had on Friday was the Black is Beautiful. It is a juicy black IPA. So it's it's like this, the beer I'm drinking now, but it's a black IPA. It
1: was like such a mind trip. It is.
0: It, it was crazy. Like it started off tasting a lot like the beer I'm having right now, where it's, uh, you know, like you said, citrusy and passion fruity and, and kind of just like very um you know a juicy ipa starting off and then within the split second it fades to like this like malty smoky uh really different flavor and like then you and like kind of bitter hops uh and then it kind of fades out like it's like nice clean like like it 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 lingered a little bit but like you know it was um it was just really interesting it was just there was many layers and it was awesome i just really really enjoyed that uh quite a bit
1: and i think it speaks so well to devil's backbone we're not sponsored we both just really like devil's Devil's backbone uh that they can make you know they they brought us our two beers and i'm drinking this little like eight ounce pour of a nine percent prosecco beer and you're drinking like a glass of this Smoky, juicy IPA right. that's black. Like, to me, it shows such range. Oh, like, there are places that have, like, really good stouts or really good sours, but to be able to do so many different kinds of beers so well, yeah. I think is so impressive. And this is a
0: place that, like, uh, when you read their description, they're like, oh, we're, uh, you know, we, we specialize in lagers. I'm like, I'm not sure. Like, you, you, you do a lot of everything. And it's it's all yeah. really good. Uh, I mean, just a testament to how good the, Black is Beautiful was uh, so it is a beer that is um, it was they're, they're donating some of the proceeds to local Black Lives Matter organizations. Uh, I looked at Untapped. This was uh, also a a fresh fresh beer like yes. on Fridays at Devil's Backbone. Apparently they rotate in uh, new beers. So this was f- first review on uh, I was the second review on Untapped. The first review uh, basically. Talked about how much they hated the cause and did not agree with the political views of the beer of of the of the brewery, and that they were never going to go back to Devil's Backbone again, despite it being their favorite spot. But they still gave the beer four out of five. Right, like like you might hate the cause, but the beer was still super good. And um, so I, you know, even if someone who disagreed with every sip, they still enjoyed it. Uh, yeah. So it was. Um, it was a really great beer and it was i mean i mean devil's backbone also another in a in a wonderful spot you can see beautiful. the beautiful this is definitely the best mountain views out of any every brewery we true. went to yes. uh just it's in, nestled in a valley blue sorra- surrounded was a by so mountain is a close second blue mountain is a close second but
1: devil's backbone is definitely the first it's set off
0: from the road a little bit so yeah. you just get like this you know panoramic view of the of the ridges on all sides you really great spot
1: and we had been there pre-pandemic yes and they have like you know a barrel house and a campground and unfortunately a lot of the the campground i think is open sometimes but like a lot there there's a whole like devil's backbone complex yeah a lot of it was closed because of the pandemic but as a result of that they just grew into the space and was like we're gonna space tables super far apart, and to me they really used all their space to make sure people were being safe.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And when we were there at Devil's Backbone, you also had your favorite thing that you ate on the trip.
1: Man, did I we? I mean, we just steered hard into the bar food skin this
0: week. We really did.
1: We talk a lot on this podcast about like clean eating and fueling our bodies. There was none None of of that. that.
0: None of that this week. We were on vacation all the way.
1: I ate a lot of French fries. Like every meal, they were like, "Do you want a side salad?" I was like, "Absolutely not. Give me those French fries." (laughs) Um, But I just had this burger. I think we talked in the podcast recently about how. I have recently given up dairy to try to like handle some stomach issues. And I haven't had a burger since because like, what is a burger without cheese? It's just like really depressing and cheeseburgers are so good. And our waiter was so lovely I was just like, do you want this on it, do you want this on it? And offered me so many things. So I had this burger with grilled onion and avocado and lettuce, tomato, and then dry rub fries on the side. And it was, we had a lot of good food, but this was hands down my the best meal we had when we were down there, to me.
0: Yeah. Devil's Backbone, again, had great, like I said, great food. I think we should both give a shout out to the uh, Fried Green Tomato BLT, because yes. we both had that on different days, yeah, uh, which was really, really incredible. Uh, I also really liked Bold Rock's food. I had, uh, yes. when I was when I was there or when we were there the thing that we had the second night we were there was I had a fried chicken sandwich that I really really liked and their waffle fries were great Their
1: wa- they were the only place with waffle fries yeah. so
0: it was a great uh, like a really really great spot uh, there I mean it was just delicious and um had like the right amount of the right amount of aioli and all that stuff and it's it's just just really really good
1: i got wings at bold rock which i typically do not but i love when breweries and cideries and whatever when when they use their wares in their food and so they had wings with like a cider barbecue sauce and they were so good yeah definitely definitely had good food there too yeah
0: absolutely uh, so yeah that's some of the some of the stuff that we ate and drank uh, what other highlights did you have from the trip what did you what really stood out to you
1: I was waiting to go to Blue Toad, which yes. is only open Friday Saturday Sunday this is a hard cider place right down the road from Devil's Backbone
0: oh, like around the corner so
1: yeah. so close um another like really beautiful setup again river in the backyard um that backyard kind of on the lawn, behind yeah, the, the behind place, the yeah. uh house where it was and gorgeous mountain views i mean it was just great and we were able to do we were able to try everything they had on tap there yep. in a tasting uh and man i i really like cider you do i started drinking cider in 2009 i was 20 but i was abroad so i was legal um <laughs> But I I have always really liked it. But to me, like, a lot of it is very sweet. Or, like, if if you drink more than one, like, in a row, they kind of start to taste the same. This was just so different.
0: The variety was crazy.
1: They had a super delicious Granny Smith one that was really, really tart that, as a sour fan, I loved. Um, They had, like, a ginger Mm peach-infused cider. So like some some sort of traditional, you know, you're get you're getting the apple and then there's this one that's like highlighter blue. Yeah. Blue raspberry cider that tasted like a slushie.
0: Yeah, like to like, like a melted Slurpee.
1: Yeah. Like do I want to drink four of those? Absolutely not. But like do I want one in the pool on a hot day? Like it's exactly what I want in those situations it was just they had such unique stuff i'm trying to remember any of the others we had that they had were another, really interesting. they also
0: had a uh uh i'm trying to think they, was they a, had an
1: orange one they had an orange
0: one that i i liked yeah you were not a huge fan of it but i i thought it was really good Taste i mean a lot of these tasted like like kind of appley soda but like, they were
1: all like around five percent yeah it was crazy
0: it was like the, the orange crust tastes like a sunkissed like, there was, it was a hopped
1: one too the hopped, wasn't one, there? the hopped
0: one i i liked a lot i think we got a so few did I. Come, it was it was on. very
1: floral yes it, it was very good
0: that i mean it was in this place it was just a, it was special because they just had so many different they're, they're turning out so many different things uh all in all like you know you're painting on the same canvas but you're doing a lot of different you know the picture looks a lot different with a dip with all these different uh drinks
1: definitely and to me we we're talking about this on the way down like i i love like drinking locally because you know th- this this brewery is making a beer like even if there are other like even if other if other people are making like that same beer like that is the only place that i can have like that style of that beer yep. like I have never seen a blue raspberry hard cider and like don't know if I ever will again. It right. was just so, so unique. And again, like beautiful setup. We had just finished uh, a hike to a waterfall yeah. and it was like our second to last stop of the trip. We we're just sitting out on this beautiful day, drinking cider, looking at mountains. It was, it was a great, great place. It was awesome.
0: Uh, what about you? I, Other highlights? So I really liked Blue Mountain brewing mm-hmm. company uh it's i think we, we have now talked about all the different uh breweries and cideries so that shows uh that that how much how much they stood out for the most part uh blue mountain was such a nice setup like it looked like a, it was just a really it was like if we live there we would hang out like we hang out a brewing tree during the day and then like for dinner and hanging out at night we go to blue mountain like yeah. it, it, it had like this really cool vibe. It was really like really uh, like interesting nice setup on the inside. Yeah. Pretty, like, pretty it had the pretty view. Uh, again, another place that has just expanded all over its front lawn to accommodate outdoor seating. Uh, really good gear. I got a nice hat from there that I liked. Um the Hefeweizen there was awesome. Really enjoyed that. They had a raspberry kolsch mm-hmm. that like was, that knocked my socks off Way that was really alley. good another in another place that we were able to get uh, a flight of beers for the you know that we split that was all of them we got to drink everything that they had on tap which i was did great. really
1: like getting to go places and be like i have tried everything like i only need a thimble pour right, right. i don't need much but i like being able to be like i've tried everything you make because right. i feel like it gives you a good idea about like the brewery as
0: a whole yes and they had um they had a imperial style that i brought home for a special occasion one night let me look up what the name is here uh it's the dark hollow uh imperial style it was incredible i have a big it it only doesn't come in cans or like 12 packs whatever it comes in like a single serve 22 ounce bottle or whatever so i have one with a I'm pretty sure it has a cork on the top of it. Mm-hmm. Like it's caged in. Yep. So uh, I'm looking forward to having that uh, at some point. We got some other. We got the Fall Sampler from them that has even more beers that we didn't try. Their Rockfish
1: so. Wheat also got, I think that's what you said, the Hefeweizen. The Hefeweizen, yeah. That, that got, th- this says it's a Crystal Weizen,
0: oddly enough. I, I don't know. know what
1: that is. We're just popping Crystal. Uh, yeah, there we go. That got high marks for me on Untapped as I'm scrolling through what we drank there.
0: Yeah. So it was uh, really a good solid place we had lunch there you had a pulled pork sandwich that you enjoyed yep uh it was um it was just really good like that place a lot uh was something i had been really looking forward to to go on uh go on the trip uh i was looking forward to ahead of the trip i should say and um lived up to expectations so really liked it a lot um all in all good great trip yeah
1: so if someone is listening to this podcast and is like you know what i want to go spend a weekend in nelson county do what what advice would you give besides do it or like is there anything that you would do differently kind of having been there and, and seen everything
0: um i think that i mean unless you're spending uh an entire like week there like we did don't try and hit everything yeah uh, you know,
1: de- definitely pace yourself but
0: also um pick up one of the passports we got so like we knew that we wanted to go to all the breweries and the cideries um we wanted to go to most of the wineries but
1: we, we tried to pick and choose because i didn't think we were getting to all of them right. and we we picked the ones we picked the ones with the best views that we thought would be nice to sit at
0: right but uh because we had this passport, we are completionists. We decided that we were going to try and knock off everything, and it led us to two places that were really out of the way. Uh, the Cardinal, no, not really out of the way, but they were off the off the beaten track of one hundred
1: and fifty one. You had to make a turn. You had to make a, you
0: had to make a couple turns, uh, and they were tucked away a little bit. But Cardinal Point Winery and um, Hilltop Berry Farm and uh, Winery were just both knocked our socks off they i think cardinal so point good. had
1: the best wine of the yeah
0: trip. i think so too like we we bought three bottles from there mm-hmm. um and it had i mean it was there was you know they, they, there was a little bit of a view over like there were you could see it over their grapes or whatever but it was like you're stuck back in the in the in the woods and um there was a, a nice little deck i mean everything was everything was lovely it was mm-hmm. so good that and i think that's also a place that they had um, the Nelson Nelson Sauvin uh, hopped wine. That's that right. It was a so hop a, chardonnay. A, a chardonnay with hops in it, and it was so good. So we have a bunch of that wine that we that like. And these are places that we would not have gone to if we didn't have the passport. Yes. So I think picking that up and trying, uh, trying all these different places is um, a worthwhile thing. I also would. I mean, I don't know. What 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 do you what what do you what would you give it a bit of advice
1: you're saying like try all the places i think you should definitely like to me every place on the 151 trail was like worth at least a stop in right um but like we you can tell from talking about us like we went back to bold rock twice yep and we went back to devil's backbone twice and i was like feeling really guilty about this like no we should be like exploring and trying new places but like if you are on vacation like they're not places we can go this week right? right like if there are places you like i would not be afraid to like go back to them and hang out and right. spend some time you know we I, I think if we went back we would not like try to do them all again yeah. right we would like pick the few that we liked and go like there's spend a, some time there a
0: few places that we would skip yes i think like probably like wild wolf glad we went probably yep. probably not gonna head back
1: beer was just okay
0: beer was okay uh
1: Few wineries that weren't quite our, yeah, that weren't of tea. really
0: were either too fancy or uh, the wine wasn't awesome, uh, yeah. so uh, I also I, can do I, I, yeah, like one sorry. other, one other pointer, one
1: other point. um, as you talk about wineries that were like kind of fancy, one of the wineries we went to and some of the breweries we went to were not doing flights, yes. because of the current situation, so right. I would also recommend people like look at websites just to know what they're doing to definitely research ahead of time
0: that's a great that's a great call uh but all in all i mean all these places were worth visiting definitely worth going to um you know (laughs) try not to go there uh after a couple days of monsoon rains because there was a lot of bugs and uh our legs after a few days of being home, have finally stopped itching for the most part from all the bug bites <laughs> uh, maybe Jacqueline's got some that still uh still are itching, but it was well, it's a it's a truly wonderful spot and uh, we were so glad to be able to bring home um yes an entire pile of uh various wares which will hopefully from
1: the, last us until we can go back
0: yeah, in December <laughs> or january or something uh so yeah we we loved it, it was we great. did
1: love it it was it was just wonderful it's you know, you kept saying that, like, it reminded you of Napa. Yeah. And one one of the wineries we went to, the motto was, like, grapes don't grow in ugly places. Yes. It was really just a beautiful spot. Yep. We'll share lots of pictures on the Instagram, but we haven't so far so that we could kind of talk about it with with listeners first. Yes, but exactly. It was beautiful. It was yep. a great trip.
0: Stay tuned for more. How was your beer?
1: It's good. I think I have one more glassless left in the growler.
0: One or two. Yeah. I think we're, we got that on... Wednesday, we're recording this on Sunday. So we are on the outer edge of the of growler. Uh, so I, if we'll have another one after this. And if, there's, if it's not quite gone, then I will, I'll help you out and I'll drink the rest of it.
1: Yeah, but it was good. How's, yours has been gone for a while. it
0: has been gone for a while. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's an excellent beer. It's really just a, like one of the ones that's uh, kind of the, uh, you know, a platonic ideal of a uh, juicy IPA. So it's really, 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 really good. Hit exactly the right spot. Can
1: I ask you something? Yes. Is a juicy IPA different from a hazy IPA?
0: A lot. A lot of hazy IPAs are juicy. Not all juicy IPAs are hazy. So when like, you said
1: it was a juicy IPA, I expected it to pour hazy and taste like your hazy's, but it does not.
0: A stop. lot. A lot do. Most do. I would say M- most huh. juicy IPAs are are hazy, but like. Uh, or in most hazy IPAs. I think, I think i think it's rarer to find a more dry uh hoppy piney non-citrusy hazy ipa uh like i I'm, and i think most juicy ipas i've had are also a little hazy as well but um i have had several juicy ipas recently that uh were a little bit more translucent than yeah. you know like, like like this one
1: that one's very good
0: so yeah it's uh they, there is what we keep finding out with beer, and we've talked about before. Um, you know, when I've previously stated how I don't have a discerning uh, palate for wine, uh, <laughs> I can tell what's good. I can tell what I like, what I don't like. Uh, but finding the which su- is
1: really all that matters,
0: exactly. Uh, but finding like the, the the subtle differences between like the various whites and the various reds, like eh, kind of a a malbec doesn't taste that much different than a cabernet sauvignon to me chardonnay doesn't taste terribly different than sauvignon blanc like i don't know why like i know you're giving me a face but you hate that, Chard- that one you hate chardonnay and you love sauvignon, sauvignon blanc but like uh you can tell there's like like there is just there are varieties inside of varieties like there are different types of juicy ipas and yeah. there are different like like, that look different and taste different and smell different. And, like, hazy IPAs aren't always uh, super juicy. So, uh, it's also, it also depends on what they're brewed with. Hazy IPAs have usually brewed with oats. So, they're huh. they, that's why they're a little hazier.
1: It's interesting. Because, like, as you talk about differences in beers, uh, our beers looked pretty similar. Yes. But tasted very could not, different. Could not
0: taste different. That's or, interesting. Different. Yeah. But it's a... I mean, Devil's Backbone, wonderful spot. It's a uh, like I said, the uh, the canvas might be the same, but uh, they're they're do- they're painting a lot of wonderful pictures in uh, on that canvas. Where can the people find us?
1: We are wherever you listen to your podcast. Please rate us if you like this rate and review. This is a little different from a normal podcast. Normally, we're a little more running focused, but we we want yeah we didn't run and we were also a beer podcast. We wanted to share uh, share a little bit about our week with you guys. Um, but we are if we, i'm
0: completely wrong about azi differences between hazy ipa and juicy IPAs, <laughs> let please us know. leave a comment and let me let us know uh,
1: but yeah please please rate the podcast we are on apple we are on spotify and we are sharing uh peaks into our our running and drinking days on instagram at
0: running on tap and we are also tap. hosted by anchor podcasts uh so you can find us there as well thank you so much for listening and we will talk to you soon